You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. We're talking games and movies that actors were. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Better shake your booties for black girl nerds. Yeah. Better shake your booties for black girl nerds. Better shake your booties for black girl nerds. Better shake your booties for black girl nerds. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie. I am your host. I'm really excited about today's episode. I think this episode is going to be something that Um, not only is going to be informative, but it could really change the trajectory of your career path. I know a lot of you guys that listen into our show are fellow bloggers, uh, podcasters, you guys are entrepreneurs in your own right, and you listen to us for entertainment, but you also listen to us occasionally when we have guests for insight and information on how to build your business, how to build your brand, And I am here with LaToya Drake. She is the founding member of the Google News Initiative and is here to announce and to explain to us the Google Innovation Challenge that just launched today. Thank you, LaToya, for coming on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. Oh, we are thrilled to have you so much here. Um, Definitely, we are really excited to hear what this is all about. Uh, So yes, please tell us what the Google News Initiative is all about. Sure. So in 2018, um, uh, several people at Google got together and we realized, yes, it's a big company, but there's one thing that's critically important to the company, and that's news. You think about how people get their information, whether it's television, radio, podcasting. Um, there's a great deal of people who get their information by starting online and searching for it. So we, we really didn't have one concerted effort for how the company was supporting news from a product, from a programming, from a partnership perspective. So we got together and we announced this initiative. And part of the initiative was um, the thing that people paid most attention to was this $300 million fund to to really help sustain the industry. And that can happen in many ways. And a lot of that comes through programs that we launch. And one of those programs is the innovation challenges. Now, these are challenges that have launched in regions across the world. They have different focus areas. The first one in North America launched in 2019. It was all about local news and how do you support rural and urban communities, pretty broad in scope. Um, and this this particular innovation challenge that we're talking about actually came together very quickly. I was thinking to myself, so interesting the work that we're doing. I wonder what would happen if we did something specifically for minority publishers and, and publishers and content creators and storytellers who tell stories about underrepresented audiences. How would that look if we said we are going to announce a challenge whereby people can apply, send us their ideas, and we essentially fund those challenges? So that's what we're announcing today, which is round two of the North American Innovation Challenge. And it is all about sustainability or 
around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, and as I mentioned, it, it came together pretty quickly and it just took a lot of asking, took a little bit of curiosity on my on my part, really wondering why haven't we done this and really pushing it forward. So I'm really proud to see that we've been able to move so quickly um, and can really open up the open up the opportunity to more people than we have thus far. That's amazing. I, I had did a little bit of reading about this this challenge and I understand this is something that um, was opened up last year and that uh, some folks had applied for this where it was focused on investigative journalism. And then this year it's about um, diversity and news organizations that represent stories that feature marginalized voices. So can you share specifically what exactly you're looking for? Absolutely. So we're, we're, we're not saying to people, these are the three things that you need to submit to us. And we're only going to select from this scope or project. It's, it's, I can almost say you don't know what you don't know. So we're open to a variety of ideas. I will say this to be get, to get really specific about it. It's, it's not to fund, um, content ideas. It's not to fund, you know, research and an idea for a story that you want to do. We really want to think about bigger projects or bigger things that change how you do business. So if there's someone who's thinking about, is there a way that, you know, I can figure out how to use search to reach diff- different audiences? Is there a way that I might think about using technology to understand the business impact of not telling stories about diverse communities? Is there a way that we can shine a light um, on, on different challenges that people might face in just doing their business day to day. So it's, it's going beyond just telling stories or reporting um, on different stories. It's really about how do we support innovation? How do we help you sustain your business and do that in creative ways? So that might feel, um, it might feel like a very wide answer, but I, I, I offer that to say there is no one size fits all. Um, I find that when we get pretty narrow, people think, well, I don't apply that I maybe I won't have access to these funds. So we don't want people to think that there's a narrow idea for what we're looking for. It's pretty broad, but the the main point that we're really getting after is are you servicing an audience that is not always represented in media? Are you telling stories about people whose whose stories don't always get told? Who's the audience that you're serving and how can we re- how can we help you reach more of them or help you tell more of those stories? So since this is kind of broad um, for the person out there that is kind of unsure of themselves, because, you know, it can be a daunting process Mm -hmm. applying for Google, right? It's such a huge company and probably people will assume, I know myself included, will assume there's going to be hundreds of thousands of applicants. So can you kind of give an example of what you're kind of looking for in terms of the the process when someone is applying? When you apply and the application will open up online and you'll go through a series of questions and we'll submit a proposal. But let me give you some specific examples of the types of projects that were selected last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an organization organization in Brooklyn called OK Player. They had an idea to create a a platform for investigative reporting to really engage with African-Americans and how do you investigate those stories that aren't necessarily being told and what's the platform that you create to do that? They were a recipient. There was an organization called La Noticia 
They're based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. They're the main outlet for the news community. They had an idea to create an open source platform for their audience to be able to tell their own stories, essentially making the community part of the storytelling process. Um, so, so those kind of give you an indication of the ideas that that people can get excited around. And yes, there is a judging community, um, a judging committee that will be participating. And yes, we do we do hope that we receive quite a few applications. Um, we hope to receive more than less, but those are the types of projects that we've seen. Um, and there've been some larger organizations that have always that have also been funded. Graham Media Group, they had an idea about a membership program to, to diversify their revenue streams for a local TV station in Detroit, Michigan. Um, so hopefully that gives people some color and, and can give you some guidance. And again, these are not ideas that need to be replicated or resubmitted, but I hope that kind of gives people the the the. I would say the imagination or to the ability to see that this is not a narrow scope. We're not looking for narrow ideas. The sky is really the limit. And I, I have to reiterate, we really hope people don't feel like, yes, to your point, Google is a big company and they might get overlooked. That is that is not the case. Everything that we receive will be heavily reviewed. It is not a, we're going to toss this to the side. Everything will be under careful consideration. So I do encourage people to, if you're on the fence, go ahead and apply versus not. Is there a preference toward publications that have been around a certain period of time or is this open to new publishers? This is open to new publishers. There is no bias on legacy. I, I, in my personal opinion, the more new voices that, that we can support, the better, um, because there, there are many people telling these stories and we don't want to overlook them. And, and the idea here is how can we support and amplify and, and, and open the door for new voices and not focus squarely on people who have been around for, for quite some time? I think one of the most important things for a digital news site as someone who runs one <laughs> um, is obviously sustainability. And it's great that money is being offered to help run a publication. But once that happens, what tools, like once the money runs out, what tools are being taught to help guide and teach entrepreneurs how to keep their publications going? This is something that I think few people know about when it comes to the work that's happening at Google, and particularly the teams that I work with every day and the work that I see. We have a huge training operation that is focused on training and sustaining newsrooms and journalists. In fact, um, they're located around the globe. We have training fellows throughout the U.S., who have built um, a very extensive website when we can't get to you in person, all of the materials are there. When people are thinking about how do I not just use Google to tell stories, this is going beyond how do I find data to really understand different trends. Um, it's really getting into some of the insights that we're able to offer. How can we under, how can we help you understand, um, I would say some of your reader behavior and understand how you might monetize those audiences, how you might reach them more effectively. How do you use machine learning and technology? technology to do that. We actually have teams of people who are on the ground 
in newsrooms and you can actually request these trainings. And 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 I mentioned when people when we can't get to in person, uh, it sounds like it's a large team that does this. It's, it's, it's not a large team, but it is a dedicated one. There's a lot of energy put into how do we make this a bit plug and play? Um, I call it on-demand learning. I think of it almost like a Netflix. How can you just binge learn? There are lots of materials that we put online. So this is not meant to pop in and pop out and support someone with a little bit of funding. There's, for me, it's, I call it doing the body work. It's important to show up in person and do the things that can't be done by offering funds, but doing the things that come with bringing our learning power, our, our mind share, and can really help help newsrooms and publishers and storytellers really start to think forward and think about what the future means beyond just getting the funds to, to bring an idea to life. Since this is Google, uh, I, I would assume, is Google also going to help publishers with um, amplifying their visibility on their algorithm? Is there going to be classes on SEO and searchability so that way their uh, news feed will be able to be more searchable and easier to find, which obviously will help bring them traffic, which that turns into revenue if they're running ads on their site. So is that one of the many tools that will help guide some of these new publishers in this GNI program? I completely understand the importance of knowing how you show up and where. That's not necessarily the the focus of this particular program, but that is not at all lost on me, understanding how you show up, when you show up, what can you do and where. There's certainly lots of materials on SEO, on optimizing your content, but for, for this particular challenge, in terms of how we get specific and how we work with organizations, that's not necessarily the focus here, but I'm not dismissing the importance of it at all. That's awesome. So where can we apply? Because this sounds like a really exciting program. I know I'm ready to apply. Um, When does the application process open? And when is the deadline to apply? The application uh, process is open right now. We are going to run it about 10 weeks. Um, the, the open window, we will also be doing, um, actually a town hall, um, on March 18th at 9 a.m. PST, um, for people to come and ask us questions about applying and to just meet with the team. So we want to be as accessible as possible. The application link is, and this is going to sound so like a Google person, (laughs) it's a very long link, but if you just Google innovation challenges, North American innovation challenges, it'll take you to the innovation challenge page uh, where you can apply um, for, for the program. And I will say this, we also have a Google blog. I've posted a blog post. Um, If you search for keyword, the Google blog, you can find the posts um, that and a lot of other things, but we'll also have links to the challenge there. And where can um, we learn more about you and your work connected with GNI? Oh, sure. I am. I my name is Latoya Drake. I exist using that name across all platforms, um, Instagram and also Twitter. Uh, but all of the work that I feed into, you can find on our website, which is g.co slash news initiative. Excellent. Latoya Drake, everyone. Thank you so much, Latoya, for coming on the podcast and giving us such amazing information about this new Google News initiative. I encourage all of you guys to apply. And again, just so um, people can get 
an understanding of how much money is being funded. What is the amount of money that uh, people are or that Google is giving towards this um, uh, this application challenge? It will be it's up to three hundred thousand per project, but that it's wow. contingent on. Um, what people ask for, what they pitch, but what we've done, our practice has been up to 300,000 per project. 300,000 per project. So guys apply. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Latoya, so much. I appreciate you coming on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Thank you. And thank you for creating this space. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.